Hello, I'm Jerry Hancock for Men in Balance Radio, and today we're talking with Dr. Jody Seymour, Senior Pastor at Davidson United Methodist Church in Davidson, North Carolina. And Jody, I want to talk to you today about spiritual counseling for men. Uh, I hear a lot of men talk like they feel spiritually bankrupt. They, mm. They've been through some tough times, uh, maybe a separation or a divorce, and they just don't know where to turn. So what do you, what do you say to someone who's feeling that way? Well, the, the language of spirituality, it's interesting. Um, sometimes men don't talk like you just said until they go through what I call the Humpty Dumpty syndrome. Uh, men tend to walk on the wall and you know they fall off and they crack open. And sometimes spirituality uh, doesn't, isn't talked about by a man until there's some cracked openness mm-hmm. and uh, they, they feel vulnerable. Because, C- see, men tend to, and this is overgeneralization, they tend to think of spirituality as soft, and men are supposed to be strong. Well, of course, there's all kinds of spirituality. There's very strong spirituality. Uh, So oftentimes men uh, will talk spiritual talk when, in fact, they're going through uh, emotional vulnerability. Hmm. Well, that that brings up an interesting question already. Then why why does it um, require us to hit a speed bump in life before we pay attention to our spirituality? Well, let's see. I could give an academic answer to that, but <laughs> I think the real answer is we tend to be hard-headed. Yeah. We tend to uh, want to be in control. And when sp- speed bumps hit, uh, it's usually not speed bumps, it's usually walls uh, going off the edge of a bridge, whatever image you want to use, uh, Often, and, it, and this is true of women too sometimes, but it, it's maybe more true of men in the sense that um, they have to crack... Well, let me use a little phrase I've often used when I teach, Jerry. Uh, it's from a, uh, Leonard Cohan, one of his songs he wrote, I think, and it, it goes like this. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. The song is anthem, and I love it. You love it, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's, I, I heard it, it, it I, and when I heard it, I, I, I use it all the time. And I think it's very powerful for men. And I think it probably answers your question yeah. in the sense that you can, let, you can open the door and let the light in. But we, get, we stay, we, we're, men are hurried. Uh, we want to be strong. And so, but, but when you're cracked open, the light comes. I mean, other things happen. Pain right, comes right. in, but light can come in. So sometimes it takes uh, an incident for, for, first of all, for us to just simply pay attention to life is more than attaining things and mm. being powerful. Um, I guess we're backtracking a little bit here, but we, we never did define spirituality, and I've heard so many definitions of it. you got a quick, easy definition of spirituality that you use? Well, in the recovery movement, they say uh, religion is for people that go to church and spirituality is... Well, no, religion is for people that believe in hell, and spirituality is for people that have been there. And it's in light of what you're saying. But to me, one of the differences is that spirituality is not just religion. And... This is one of the most common things I deal with, especially with men when I'm working with them. Uh, men, a lot of men have had some very interesting church backgrounds, and so religion tends to be sort of like, I should do this, I should do that, and spiritual is just sort of a feeling kind of thing. Well, uh, spirituality is, is, the, is underneath religion. Religion is, uh, is one way spirituality is acted out. So. What I would say to you in the deeper sense, Jerry, is that 
everything is spiritual. All of life is spiritual. So when men go through things, what I really try to help them do is, you know, the emotions you're feeling, the whatever they are, fear, anger, those are spiritual issues. Uh, Not being able to be, you know, a lot of men that I work with, uh, they're not fulfilled in their jobs. And this is happening more and more in our culture. Uh, A lot of jobs are very, uh, how would I call them, they're sort of pigeonhole, they're uh, limiting. Limiting. And and men don't think they're spiritual, but you see you are. You, You know, you've heard the expression, we're not human beings trying to discover what it means to be spiritual. We're spiritual beings trying to discover what it means to be human. And if that is true, then in light of your question, I mean, all of these things have a spiritual root to them. So mm. what I try to, first thing I try to do with men is just translate that you may not feel very religious or you may have even trouble with religious background or, or God talk or something, but some of the stuff you're dealing with is because underneath you and within you is this spiritual being that's kind of like an artesian well, and it's coming up and you're having to pay attention to it. So, so when we have this uh, midlife crisis that happens uh, ever so often in men, mm-hmm. uh, is that a sort of spiritual yearning to get deeper? Yeah. Well, I, I was, I've learned in my own life and in my reading and teaching and counseling that uh, the first half of life is we build our self, our careers, and the only other task in life is to find out who we really are. And so we are something more than, you know, the title we have, the house we have, even the family we have. And what midlife crisis is, uh, our midlife journey, is our, if you want to use the word soul or spirit, it's our spirit knocking on our, the door of our self and saying, pay attention to me. It's time to pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, so if we don't pay attention to that voice, and that yearning, we get it filled up somewhere else. We, we get the gold chain, the red sports car, and the new wife. Right. So, so it sounds like it's something that just will not go away. We have to deal with it, right? Well, if we're truly spiritual beings, it doesn't go away. Right. Now, so then, you know, I guess when, when, when you hear men talk about this, it's like uh, they have resisted it so long, pushed it down so long, that when mm-hmm. it comes out, it really comes out with a fury. And, and many times it can come out as you've mentioned, in uh, negative ways, mm-hmm. such as womanizing or you know, dependency or right. corruption or whatever else. Um, it, it just seems sad to me that we have to have those kinds of crises in our life to realize this is mm-hmm. important. Well, in, in terms of spiritual paths, we don't have to have a crisis. But the way that we avoid the crisis is early on, for some reason, we start developing a I guess you would call it, uh, it's called spiritual disciplines. But what it means is life sort of tends to pave you over. You know, you kind of get calloused or whatever. Spiritual disciplines cut into the the paving and kind of kind of like a drill. It gets into that which is within you already. That's, for instance, let me give you an example. I can easily talk to other people about, you know, you just need to be still and be silent. I do not do that well. <laughs> it's I tough, isn't it? I don't, but, and, and I, I, but, but if, I, if I do it, it is like drilling for oil. Hmm. When I first do it, it doesn't feel good. I, don't want, I feel like I'm doing nothing. But if I will do it, and, and I want to hear everybody hear me say, because I think I'm a minister, I'm naturally spiritual. I am not naturally spiritual. I have to try. Some people maybe are naturally spiritual. So, but here's my point. When I do drill, 
I find this place that is amazing. I mean, mm. it's just like it was there all along. It's like you've been walking over an underground stream. You didn't drink any water. In the um, survey that we did for Men in Balance, mm -hmm. there was a fair number of men that said they felt like they were just going through the motions at church. It's mm -hmm. lost its meaning for them. Uh, that seems sad also, but um, so where does that come from? I mean, that, does that, is that just not practicing the spiritual disciplines you talked about? Well, a little bit, but prior to that is, you know, church, you know, for men, uh, in counseling they call, they, they, it's called the dragger and the draggy, <laughs> uh, and oftentimes men, not oftentimes, but some men sort of feel like a draggy to church. They go because they're supposed to... Uh, they may go to the church that their wife chooses. It may not be the worship style they like. They may not like the preacher, but they go. Um, and it's they never get on the inside. And maybe it's because sometimes church does not make that easy. For instance, if you go to a church service and it's uh, traditional worship and uh, you don't like traditional worship, well, you know, you cut, you, you go, you, you cut, you cut the, the little switch off when you walk in the door. And so, yeah, they are going through the motions. And, um, uh, so what I what I say to a man is, well, you know, what would it mean? You know, church, and of course, now you're talking to me now, but to me, religion is a means to an end, and, and so is church. And it's what you, it's to get at what you talked about earlier. It's not just to sing the hymns or to pray the prayers, mm -hmm. uh, or to impress God or whatever, or to listen to a good sermon. Even it's it's a means by which you access. That which was, which is deep within you that God put there, which is the spirit, because uh, uh, where God breathed dirts, what we are according to the Bible and the Christian tradition. So, if church can help you do that, good. But if it doesn't, you're probably just going through the motions. So yes, yeah, spiritual disciplines can help uh, do that, um, and recognizing recognizing differences. Uh, but it, it kind of goes back to what you're saying about well, why does it take? Um, breaking open for mm, men. Yeah. If a man's just going to church and for instance, if you don't go to church and let's say we're talking about, uh, we're talking about uh, the pain of divorce or something in, in a sermon and you're just going through the motions and you, but your marriage is struggling and you're not letting anything in, then you're going through the motions. So, but church is meant to help you get in touch with yourself, God. And then in the Christian tradition to realize that life's not about having, it's all, it's about giving. So it's, but I often tell people to really do a good outward journey uh, in spirituality to help other people. You sometimes have to go inward first. Mm. You don't, you're not supposed to stay there uh, in the Christian tradition. But uh, so I think men go through the motions because they don't know what else to do. Um, um, I notice a lot of times people have family issues, uh, even sometimes including maybe a death of a child or whatever, and and they come looking for something from the church. And I'm sure they come to you in counseling for that same reason. And they feel like God has let them down or mm -hmm. their church has let them down. Uh, why would this happen to me? It's the age old question of why do good things mm -hmm. happen to bad, bad things happen to good people. Mm -hmm. um, but what do you say? I mean, how does this connect to their own spiritual firmness or their own spiritual solid, uh, solidity, I guess? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you this, Jerry. Uh, one of the most things that honors me the most is, and, and we're talking about men especially, when, when a man comes to me who may have come to church uh, a little bit or maybe some, and they've listened to me uh, preach, and somehow they get the idea that maybe they can come talk to me about some of these questions 
some of these doubts, uh, their, their, their trouble with God or why God has disappointed them. And that's one of the things I passionately love to do. And what I discovered, Jerry, is that a lot of people, one of the things they're having trouble with is they're, because of the concept of God, they've been given by mama, daddy, preacher, Sunday church, school. Sunday school. <laughs> and it's a, it's a God who's, uh, well, in my opinion, it's a God who's very small, a very micromanaging God who is kind of a puppeteer. And if that's God, then then I, that's not my kind of God anyway. Yeah. And it's a God who's not doing too well in our world because the world's pretty messed up and there's a lot of evil and bad things. And so what I try to help men do especially is to slowly, because this is pretty sacred stuff, even if they don't know it, you know, I don't want to take away something and not have somebody something to take its place. But so I try to do it gently, but try to help them under, kind of open the window and look at God in a different way, mm. because the God they're believing in is a God who truly has disappointed them. Um, I heard, uh, I guess it was Krista Tippett on um, NPR one day interviewing someone who was saying that addiction is a deficit of spirituality, mm-hmm. that it's, it's spirituality yearning to come out and it comes out as in, in terms of addiction. Do you agree with that? I basically do. Uh, it's, it alludes to, uh, that's an allusion to what I said earlier, that we true, that almost everything is spiritual yeah. and that we cover it up and we, because someone said, I don't know, if, I don't know who said it, that, that man is a meaning making animal. <laughs> and if we try to make all our meaning with stuff or, or uh, it, it never fills us up. This is, this is really the Jesus ethic. Mm. Jesus, one of, you know, Jesus was a, a lot of things, Lord, Savior, all those titles. But if you distill it down to him being a wisdom teacher, one of the things he said in his wisdom teaching was stuff is never going to fill you up. And if you think it is, you're going to be empty. And when it doesn't fill you up, you're going to find something to fill you up because you got a God hole in you, and if you don't fill it with spirituality and God, you're going to fill it with something, and some of that's not going to be good for you, and that's called addiction. Yeah. Um, I must say, I've been to some AA meetings, uh, and it seems to me, just generally speaking, that the folks who are in those meetings uh, are very genuine in their spiritual quest. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that that's because they've been to the gates of hell and, and stepped back, and so they have a real idea of what they were up against. Whereas most of us who have a pretty comfy life never face that. Is that. Does that give you a different view of spirituality if you've been down a road like that? Well, I tell people, uh, I especially tell people who come to me who are on the edge of needing recovery, a recovery thing. I, I say to them, uh, let me tell you something as a working pastor, religious professional, the most spiritual group I know of is recovery AA. It's not the church. Hmm. The church, um, we, we play a lot of games in church. We dress up, uh, and it's because we're not willing to be vulnerable, and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But you're at the point now where it's time to not go through the motions. And if you want to be with a group of people who have gotten tired of playing games and going through the motions and want to just get to real meaning and spirituality, then you go to AA because... You know, the expression in AA is you, you, you're not going to learn anything until you hit the bottom, so pray for a high bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because this uh, interview is going to be heard in uh, places other than our locality here, but I'm assuming that most pastors would welcome the opportunity to talk to a man about his spiritual quest and where he is and his growth in that regard. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just getting up the courage to go ask, right? Oh, yeah. And what, 
what I love to do, and I can't speak for other ministers, and uh, I tell people uh, when I'm talking to them about, you know, getting married and finding a church, I say, let's get something straight. There are a lot of churches I wouldn't go to. And to be honest, there's probably a lot of preachers I wouldn't go talk to. Mm -hmm. But find one you can go talk to because what you need to know is if you're, if you're thinking you're going to get preached at or if you have to believe a certain thing, uh, a good pastor, the first thing a good pastor does is it wants to know your story, wants to listen to where you've come from, where you're going through, wants to listen to uh, you be able to share honestly in confidentiality uh, where you're struggling with meaning because this is spiritual. And a lot of people... Uh, and I guess it's very true of men, especially if they've had a very rigid church background. They think God's been a scorekeeper, and they're not, they're, they're not doing too well with the score. Mm. And so why go to the guy who uh, works for God who's keeping <laughs> score? What they need to know is a good pastor, uh, if, a good, uh, if a good pastor is trying to be a representative of Christ or God, uh, then the God I believe in cares about you, not what you've done, cares about you. Uh, is not keeping score. Uh, and basically what God wants for people is balance and healing. Mm. And so that's, the, that's, the, that's what spirituality is about. It's not about being spiritual. Spirituality is help you to, you know, you, have, you believe in men in balance. It's the core of balance. And uh, to recognize that uh, I've got to be spiritually balanced. I've got to have, uh, I've got to find out why I have this hunger in my life and know that I can't fill it up with some of the things that I've been trying to fill it up with. Wow. Really good stuff, Jody. Thank you for mm -hmm. your time. Our time is up. We've been listening to Jody Seymour, Dr. Jody Seymour, who's the senior pastor at Davidson United Methodist Church in Davidson, North Carolina. We were talking about spiritual counseling for men and some of the issues around that. And uh, listen again, we'll be talking about how men handle things like couples counseling or individual counseling for themselves and what issues are raised by that. And uh, so I look forward to having you attend those as well. Once again, I'm Jerry Hancock from Men in Balance. Thank you for listening.